0: Support for the Things Above podcast, hosted by James Brian Smith, comes from the Apprentice Institute for Christian Spiritual Formation at Friends University, whose mission is to provide spiritually transforming educational experiences for churches and individuals seeking a radiant, joyful, Christ-centered life. Learn more by visiting ApprenticeInstitute.org. I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast you're listening to episode 101. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where Paul encourages us to set our minds on things above. Setting our mind on Good, beautiful, and true thoughts on uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy, and that's why we do the podcast, to provide for you and for me in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell on so that your heart will be warmed and you will become an epiphany of grace. Today's thought from above is this, Jesus is God exactly, so rejoice. The name of this podcast, as I say in every episode, comes from Colossians 3 1, where Paul writes, Since then, you've been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And in each episode, I've tried to focus on and unpack thoughts and ideas that are from above. But in today's episode, I want to focus on the second half of Colossians 3 1, where Paul says, Where Christ is, Seated at the right hand of God. The idea that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God is an important thing, but few of us, myself included, for many years, have much of a clue as to why it's important. It turns out there are many reasons why it is important. What does it mean that Jesus sat down and does it matter? I mean, well, first of all, look, we say it in the Apostles' Creed I believe in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, dot, dot, dot. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. So it's in the Creed. Paul also mentions Jesus being seated in the heavenly realm uh, with the Father in Ephesians 2.6. So the teaching that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father is pretty essential. It's in the Creed, and it's in two really key verses. So Jesus being seated at the right hand of the Father must be an important truth. But what does it mean, and does it have any bearing on your life and mine? Why is Jesus being seated at the right hand of God important at all? Well, there are two reasons. One, in ancient literature, being seated was a symbol of completed work. A person sat down when they had finished something completely. So, when we're told that Jesus sat down... It means that he has completed his work. There is no more to be done. The second reason is that being seated at the right hand of the Father, or the right hand of a king, symbolizes power and authority. Jesus said at the end of Matthew 28, what we call the Great Commission, he said there, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's important. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Being seated at the right hand of the Father symbolizes what Jesus says in the Great Commission. Okay, but does Jesus being seated have any impact on my life? And if so, how? One of the things that I love about the Bible, there's a lot of things, but one of the things I love about the Bible is how cohesive and connected it is. Most passages only make sense when we see them in relation to other passages. And one key passage that explains why Jesus being seated matters is Hebrews 1.3. So, in the epistle to the Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 3, here's what it says. Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. There it is, Hebrews 1.3. Well, there's a lot to unpack here, as I like to say, but I want to talk about that first clause. Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of God. Remember what I said, being seated means Jesus is finished, and Jesus has all power and authority. That's what it means. If you sat down, you're finished, and if you're sat down at the right hand of the Father, you have all authority. So, what did Jesus finish? Jesus completed his representation of the Father. Jesus, it says in Hebrews 1.3, is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of God's nature. So, he sat down at God's right hand. No more needed to be done. Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his nature. What does that mean? It's important that we take those two words radiance and representation together to keep us from making a theological mistake put simply saint when we encounter jesus we see god the father jesus said in john 14:9 a verse i quote a lot in this podcast john 14:9 if you've seen me you've seen the father and in colossians 1:15 it reads jesus is the image of the invisible god So, if you want to see what God is like, if you want to ask the question, what is God like, look no further than Jesus. Again, why is this important? Why is this thought that Jesus is the exact representation of God, a thought from above that we should set our minds on? Let me tell you about a story that really moved me and illustrates why this is so important. When I was first writing The Good and Beautiful God, I led several groups of people through the material before it was published. There was this lovely woman. She was in the age of being a grandma at that point in her life. And this this lovely woman who was in one of the groups shared something with me that really moved me and moved our entire group, actually. One day she raised her hand in our class and just, I said, go ahead. She said, Well, look, I grew up in a church that taught me that God was really angry and mean and spiteful. I was taught that God was always upset with us and that God wanted to punish us. But, you know, for some reason, Jesus took our punishment for us so that maybe we can go to heaven when we die, if we believe the right things, and if we keep all the rules. I was taught a lot about the rules and the wrath of God, very little about God's love. And she paused, and many of us in the group nodded, you know, having heard some of those same God narratives in our upbringing. She went on, but over this last year, studying the Gospels and studying this material, I've discovered the God that Jesus reveals. I've come to see what I was told was all wrong. And then here's what she said God is like Jesus. Jesus is what God is like. And when I realized that, I broke down and cried, she said. So many years of pain that I'd inflicted on myself for believing God the Father was so angry at me, and all of it just came flowing out of me in my tears. She paused, and all of us were just riveted in what she was saying. And then she said this, that I did not see coming. And then I realized, she said, that I had inflicted my toxic God narratives Onto my children. And when I realized this, it broke my heart. I realized that maybe the reason they all left the church was because of what I taught them about God. So I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, she said to our whole group I want to tell you this I called up each of my children and I asked them for their forgiveness. And I'm so grateful that each of them accepted my apology and said that they forgave me it was so healing for all of us. I'm still sad, she said, that for all those years, I never knew the God that Jesus was revealing. And I'm sad that I inflicted that on my kids. But I'm so grateful that I see it all rightly now. Wow. You see, Jesus sat down because he had shown the world exactly what God was like. Even though he knew some of us would still not get it right, but Jesus sat down because he completed the work of showing the world exactly what God was like, the radiance and representation of God the Father. Jesus sat down because the world would forever be different because he came, and now the world is shot through with him. He had shown the world the glory of God, and the world was forever changed. Yaroslav Pelikan, the great Christian scholar wrote these words, regardless of what anyone may personally think or believe about him, Jesus of Nazareth has been the dominant figure in history, in the history of Western culture for almost 20 centuries. It's from his birth that most of the human race dates its calendars, and it's by his name that millions curse, and in his name that millions pray. That's a big statement, but it's so true. Jesus sat down, Because now and forevermore, when we ask the question, what is God like? There's just one answer, Jesus. What we think about God, A.W. Tozer said, is the most important thing about any person. If we think that God is like Jesus, everything falls into place. We love God. We long for God. We want to serve God. We want to be his disciples his students his apprentices because jesus is the most beautiful thing the world has ever seen or ever will see so jesus could set down so when you try to set your mind on things above set your mind first and foremost on jesus set your mind on his glory and his radiance that shines through every single letter on every single page of the gospels Jesus is God, exactly. So rejoice. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I hope you join me next time for episode 102, which will be a Things Above conversation with Kyle Strobel over his new book, Where Prayer Becomes Real. It'll be a great episode on prayer. If you want to deepen your prayer life, it's going to be a great episode. Please listen to that. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind, your answer will be, things above.